what's the job market like for space lawyers? You know what? I think it's... Lawyering in space is what I've added. <laughs> gowns and hanging out the bottom of it. kind of thing for that oxygen tank. Well, you know what? If Elon Musk's colony on Mars becomes a thing, they're going to need lawyers. And I'm going to be on... <laughs> they won't let any the... lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the first thing they'll get rid of is... Okay, uh, welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It? A lighthearted look at Canadian law schools. Hi, Adam. Hey. So, um, do we say that this is episode two? I, I, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, we okay. just did. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so I'm Adam Lachance, uh going into second year here at Osgoode Hall Law School. And I'm Professor Richard Haig. And we're here with... Uh, same guest we had last time. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stay away. Yeah. Well, it's double duty. We'll, we got to get you before you go away. So this is good. And plus, we only got through two myths out of seven. We got a lot of feedback about that. Yeah, we got all kinds of feedback, including from Hutch himself, I think. I'm, <laughs> sure, there's, I'm sure that anonymous post was from him. Uh, still not sure we'll get it through all seven, but uh, let's, let's, let's get into it. Dive right in. So, Adam, did you do any of your uh, assigned readings for the the myths that you missed? Missed? I I went to the library, but the book wasn't. Someone had already checked it out. I think you oh. might have. Did, did you? <laughs> yeah, I've had it. I've had it for a month. But that they supposed to go buy it myself. Oh, I I guess I didn't even think about that. Well, next week Shall I'll get it. I guess. Shall I photocopy the pages? But that's only if we're still doing myths next week. If we are, uh, if I've got if. I've got lots of books here, so I might. <laughs> oh, there no. may, anyway, I'll it's decide. I'll decide at the end of the episode where we're going, and I'll spring it on you. Okay, sounds All right. fair. So, uh, Lil, what myth? What myth do you want to cover? I think we should talk about the myth. I want to be a criminal lawyer or litigator, which is kind of a weirdly phrased myth. We should probably explain. Well, we should ask Adam if that. he understands what that means. First of all, I know it is one of two things. Either. The myth is that people want to be a criminal lawyer and that's why they go to law school only, or it's the opposite of that. And I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's clearly one of those two. I mean, <laughs> it couldn't be anything other than one of those two. Uh, well, I will read it as, cause I'm the professor. It means that it's not true that people come to law school with this idea that they want to be a criminal lawyer or litigator. In other words, a lot of people come to law school who are not sure of what they're going to do, and that's okay. I think I that's see. what. Oh, okay, so it's kind of like saying that people kind of know already and are like targeted on these specific. Like, are the why yeah. criminal lawyer or litigator? Like I don't why? know. That's what I don't understand. Why wouldn't you put a real estate lawyer or maybe or, it's because uh, these are like the the most common, the most popular mm-hmm. version of a, yeah. of a lawyer, like what people right. see in like media and, and whatnot. But I think it could apply to anything. I think lots of people come into law school with a preordained idea of what they want to do. And I think Hutchinson's saying that, you know, that will probably change. It might not. Yeah, that's fair. But it probably will. So that doesn't make it a myth, does it really? I'm still struggling with this myth thing. Well, you're, so, thank that, you for joining me. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but the point is, even in our discussions before we started, all three of us, I think, am I right? Wanted thought that we w- would want to be criminal lawyers. I did. 
I still do. You still do? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I uh <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you this, Richard, but before I went to law school, I was an extra on Suits, and um, just because I was doing no, work as an extra, I was doing work as an extra for a little bit to you know pay for myself, getting through life after a journalism degree, That's and uh, I decided I wanted to go on Suits after I got found out I got into Osgood, basically, and so it was. A very, it was, I was upscale lawyer number two. <laughs> and we had to sit in a courtroom all day, myself and upscale lawyer number one, and <laughs> pretend to talk for like eight hours straight. Wow. Uh, and we had these like leather binders with like gold pencils, and we had to like oh, right. furiously pretend to be scribbling. But of course, we were just like drawing cartoons and like passing them back and forth and trying not to giggle. And Hang so- on, can I just interrupt you there? There's so much about that that I have at that. Up, what does upscale lawyer mean? Like in uh, like a Bay Street lawyer? Yeah, or? Okay. they have these descriptors at the front of these extra uh, characters, so you know what to wear. You were dressed well. Okay. And I was in my pearls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And so that was really the extent of my knowledge of what it meant to be a lawyer was this experience drawing cartoons on a you know, yellow legal pad and trying not to laugh in a fake courtroom. So what you're saying is you wanted you wanted to be an upscale lawyer. <laughs> I, wanted, I just yeah. wanted to be an upscale lawyer. So, yeah, so Hutch should have added that as a category. I don't know why that's not here. You know, you... I want to be a criminal lawyer or litigator or upscale lawyer. Or an upscale, upscale lawyer. lawyer. You're going to start a week from Monday. Here's what you're going to do. First, no more pot. We drug test. Stop smoking now. You'll be fine. I assume that's all the drugs you do. How do you know that? You read books. I read people. Potheads smoke pot. That's what they do. It's not all I do. I have interests. You're Albert friggin' Einstein and you couldn't manage to get into law school. You think that's not from smoking weed? Trevor got- that's another thing. You're never going to talk to Trevor again. You're going to ditch that briefcase and you're going to get on a plane to Harvard and you're going to learn everything there is about going to law school there. Did you buy that suit? Yeah. Let's buy some new ones. I have to say I've never watched Suits, but I know it's, I think it's on Netflix now, so maybe I will watch it. It's like the intellectual fantasy for the first season. It's like you're the protagonist is has like a photographic memory and you're like, man, I wish I had a photographic memory. Mm, that'd make that life easier. for the whole season pretty much right there. There's always one in every section that has a photographic memory. Did you know that, Adam? Didn't you know I didn't that? want to know that, thanks. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not fair. Well, no, oh, usually they like to announce that they have a photographic memory. <laughs> Mr. Brooks, did you read this material? Yes, I did read the material. I memorized the facts. I have a photographic memory. A what? A photographic memory. Do you repeat that? A photographic memory. A photographic memory is of absolutely no use to you, Mr. Brooks, without the ability to analyze that vast mass of facts between your ears. Did you hear me, Brooks? Yes, sir. For me, and this dates me, obviously, but when I went to law school, the TV show of the time was L.A. Law. And of course, in most TV law shows, it's criminal law that, that the lawyers do. And so you're 
knowledge of law is limited to that small little slice. And I think that's, to me, that was the exciting, you know, reason to be a lawyer was to be a criminal lawyer and defend murderers. For me, it was defense work. I don't know why that I chose that side, but makes sense. Um, but then I changed my mind once I was in law school. I, 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 I liked criminal law. I, I had a good professor in criminal law. I, I, I did well in it. I, so I still liked it, but I gravitated towards constitutional law once I started taking that. So there's no way of knowing. So in, in that sense, I think Hutch's myth is true. Because what? Let me just make sure that you get, Adam, this is for your edification. Thank you very much. Some students arrive at law school with a definite idea of what kind of lawyer they want to be. This certainly can be troubling for those others who have no real idea what they want to do. So Interesting. Yeah. So in other words, he's saying it's okay if your mind is uncertain, law school is still going to be okay for you, and you'll still probably find your place. I often tell students that you may not know for five years, frankly. You're not, you may great. not even know after three years of law. You've taken courses. Courses do not translate into practice of law necessarily. And so the practice of law can be quite different. So give yourself, keep an open mind for a while, I, I think is a good kind of life lesson to, to go with. I mean, Lil, you're, you're more experienced than Adam. You've, you know, but yet, do you know, you, you oh, still kind no. of... I'm yeah. still not sure what I want to do. All possibilities. Mm-hmm. Maybe you go back to Suits. Maybe, maybe they'll <laughs> hire they, me. Don't they need it? Didn't isn't Suits the show where that? What's her name? Married the Meghan Markle. Yeah, yeah. She nailed it. Yeah, yeah. So they need a new. They need a new female lead. Oh yeah, and I'm more qualified now since I actually know what being a lawyer is about. Yeah, you don't need to write knowledgeable upscale lawyer number two. <laughs> yeah, you won't need to write cartoons anymore. You can exactly. actually write legal principles on your little notepad as you as you work or as you're filmed. Well, I mean, I I actually think I thought of every single career path at a certain point in law school. I was considering IP at one point, which is so funny to me now because I'm firmly in public law mindset now. Um, IP like uh, Innocence Project. (laughs) (laughs) I always get confused because that's my IP. That would be cool too. I definitely thought about that. that is IP. It it fits perfectly, but intellectual property. most people on the planet don't think that as IP. They think of intellectual property. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a legal concept too. I was also convinced for a while that I wanted to be a space lawyer, which is actually still a, a somewhat of a passion of mine. McGill is the only school in Canada with a space law program, and it's the best in the in the world. I've heard. Well, and what's the job market like for space lawyers? You know what? I think it's, it's lawyering in space. Is what I've asked. <laughs> yeah. Gowns and hanging out the bottom of your you need a astronaut suit, suit. <laughs> yeah, <you need laughs> a different kind of a suit. different kind of suit with an oxygen tank. Well, you know what? what? If Elon Musk's colony on Mars becomes a thing, they're going to need lawyers, and I'm going to be <laughs> on. They won't let any the... lawyers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the first Realistic. thing they'll get rid of is <laughs> law number <laughs> one. Uh, well, that's good. I think we've covered that myth. Do you, what, well, I think one thing um, I would you, add oh, to comment yeah, on ahead. that is um, when I, like I, I said last episode, my undergraduate degree was criminal justice and public policy. And I went, started that degree because I wanted to become a police officer. And then I found out what it would be like to be a police officer. And then all of a sudden I wanted to be a lawyer. Hmm. I came to, to law school not wanting to get into criminal law automatically because I was afraid that I would just make that decision because of my background. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but 
just even the overall, like, so I can imagine my time now is comprising five years, essentially, because four of my undergrad trying to figure it out and then a year of school now. And then I'm finally kind of like thinking that I'm, I'm, might want to follow criminal law still. It took me that long of taking all criminal justice oriented <laughs> classes to, to even get to this point. So I don't imagine that someone even with an interest in criminal law would be able to solidify that by the end of first year if I can't. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of time to think you about it. You are the poster person yeah. for this myth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, which way? <laughs> let's move on before you, I think I got you to agree and let's, that means we're, we're moving on. Adam, you want to choose the, the, oh. the next myth? Because that was Lil's choice, wasn't it? That one. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. like the, I, like, I like the myth that says law school is all theory and no practice. Because I feel like that's a debate that kind of st- still continues in first year. That's something that came up a lot. Like people would be like, I like this professor because she actually practiced. And then I'm like, oh, thanks for telling me. Like I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Um, but the idea that the skills that we're getting, especially in first year, because now that I've selected courses for second year, I I have like an interesting course called like trial advocacy, which seems like it's going to be like a good way to like develop some, some practical, practical skills. skills. Yeah. Um, whereas first year, like we were talking about last episode, the idea of like figuring out how to read a case and you're like, what is, is this actually beneficial? Like my mom asked me when I was home for break, well, what'd you learn? at school. And I was like, I found out about this thing called consideration. It never, it blows my mind. I didn't understand it at all. And then as I was trying to tell her, I didn't even get to the keyword consideration yet. And she's like, you mean consideration? And I was like, did I, did I learn anything about school? My mom already knows about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, so uh, just, I know you want to interject a little, but just before I should, should let me give you a couple of sentences from Hutch's, uh, elaboration on the myth. A common complaint about law school, usually from older lawyers, is that it has lost touch with reality and is not teaching basic legal skills. It's become too much of a philosophical salon for metaphysical speculation or breeding ground for political radicals. So so again, Hutch dispels that myth saying, you know, law school is actually, it's both. And I think you know, there's, there is theory as there should be in any academic subject. But obviously law is a very practical discipline where people's problems need to be resolved and you can't ignore that. And I think Osgood has a really good kind of balance between those two. So, uh, well, and Hutch is, Hutch is saying all law schools have a good balance between those two. And it can be self-directed to some degree. Like you could definitely choose a path more along the philosophical like academic side right and look at things in a very philosophical way but you could also go the academic way and be really looking at practical problems at the same time so it's like it's it is all mixed in together yeah is that your take on it too will well i don't know if i if i feel fully qualified to dive into this debate i articled at a very academic place so so I articled at the constitutional law branch and what they do is often inter most of what they do is intervene at the Supreme court. Um, and, and talk about what the law should be. So it's a lot of, you know, theory, theory mm-hmm. and philosophical debate. And so in that sense, I actually think that law school perfectly molded me to, to do well in that Ardcling position. But I mean, I, I, I don't know if it would have helped me, 
do well at, you know, like an immigration clinic where it's all it's a lot of like intake meetings with clients because I I I don't know how to do a client interview. I don't think I I'm sure there are classes available here to learn that, but Mm -hmm. I didn't take them. Did you take, uh, say, constitutional litigation or or a similar thing to? I didn't. Okay, trial. No, I did take um, a mediation class, though, which I found really great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very hands on. Mm -hmm. And even things like the, you were involved in the court.ca? Oh, yeah. Well, that's the journal. Another thing. I think they're the writing and research aspects of law school will put you in good stead no matter where you are. I mean, again, those are great examples of a combination between theory and practice because you're actually writing and editing, which is practical, but it's often your the content is theoretical, right? So the, uh, I I I think to me I I think of you can talk about practical in the sense of learning how to write like a lawyer, learning to be communicative. You you know all of that is a practical skill in in a way. Uh, it's hard for me to think about this like to separate skills into like useful or not useful because to some degree just learning to do anything is going to help you learn to do other things. So <laughs> just the fact that you're, it's you're learning, engaging. it's just learning yeah. in, in writ General, large. If you right? could do one thing well, you could do anything well. That's the way that I, I, I try oh, to think about it. That's a really it. interesting philosophy on life. Right? Yeah. You can do one thing well, you, you can do, do anything, anything well. well. You've like proven that. yourself at only one thing. That's why people, you know, really, talented musicians or can do anything essentially they've mastered a craft they know how to master the next craft right so those types of challenges uh even if it was something purely academic you can turn that same aspect of your personality to part of it i think you're right because a lot of it just relates to discipline Mm -hmm. a discipline of mind which can help carry you through lots of different things we'll see when i drop out a second here but (laughs) how well that holds up (laughs) Could you run a marathon well? After some practice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that covers most of the myths uh, from the first chapter of Hutchinson's. Yeah, there's many more myths later on, but we'll save those for another time. Now, we actually captured a few more, but we'll actually come back to them in a future episode. Um, we only we have two of the ones that we've discussed so far that we'll, we'll jump onto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one was undergraduate programs help you, and the other one was grades are notoriously low. So those are both juicy topics. Both myths, though, remember, Adam? <laughs> yeah, I'll have time. If I don't understand by then, this is, there's a problem. You'll, I'm going to fire you. <laughs> <laughs>